everyone, and welcome back to the Santi and Cohen podcast. And uh, today we're going to talk about literacy tensions. Yes, we are going to talk about our literacy tensions and uh, what they mean to us and how they affect us. And we're going to kind of give some examples how we can relate to other people's um, experiences with their le- tensions in literacy. So, uh, yeah. Well, not only are we going to compare other people's, we're just going to compare ours together. Exactly. So yeah. let's just jump right in. Yeah, let's dive right in there. Cannonball into the pool. Let's go. Oh, oh yeah. See ya. See ya on the next one. As we said, we're going to be talking about our tensions in literacy. So, uh, come on, why don't you uh, tell me what's one of your tensions in literacy? Well, I put a few in my paper, but one in particular would um, have to be with school, and I can compare this with Deanna Cater. And what about you? Uh, mine really just has to be uh, how I'm portrayed as a football player. So, and I put that in my paper. I talked a little bit about it. But first, let me hear about your experience with your schooling. Tell me a little bit about what the situation is with Deanna Carter. Okay. Well, like I said before, Deanna, um, well, me and her both have in common. We both moved schools. Um, she moved at a younger age than me, though. But when she moved, she... She was really smart at her old school, but when she got to her new school, she kind of felt like kind of behind everyone else, kind of had trouble riding. But for me, whenever I moved schools um, from Comey to Bowles, instead of being behind, I was actually ahead in some courses, not others. But yeah, I just kind of kind of related her with that. Maybe not in the same way, but just how we both moved schools. And what about you? Uh, yeah, that's pretty interesting. Um, I wrote in here... Uh about uh, how I'm viewed as a football player because most people often think that uh, people such as myself um, are just dumb jocks who are just yeah. all brain, all bronze, no brain. Just a dumb old football player, huh? <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> but um, actually, there's a lot of literacy that is involved in football and uh, that many people who haven't played the game or studied the game, they wouldn't understand. And they'd be, come to find out, they'd be very surprised at how difficult it is to understand all of these uh, signals and form of communications that they use in football, and the the task that you have to, the task at hand to memorize all your plays and know what you're doing. So, can you give like some examples of the signals and stuff? Oh well, uh, like some people would just say, like if you're on defense, uh, you want to call a strength, and that's where. Mo- the most people are lined up or they gen- or generally run to. So mm-hmm. uh, you say they're strong left or strong right, meaning yeah. they're gonna, they mostly run to the left or they're going to run to the right. So you just kind of line up a little stronger on that side and you, you move your forces more to that side. And uh, I guess just really whenever you throw the ball, there's different types of balls. There's a one ball, which mm-hmm. is just straight towards them. But uh, I like to compare this with Mary Belly, who talks about waiters who are often viewed as dumb, unsuccessful people who couldn't get past high school and make it to college. But the, the literacy they use is fascinating and how they can portray the menu to a customer so vividly and be able to customize their order to their, um, to their comfort, mm-hmm. I guess you could say. I got you. So uh, what year did you move to from Cumbie to Bowl? Um, I moved here my eighth grade year, and I'm pretty sure Deanna moved her second or third grade, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. How long have you been playing football? Um, a little over seven years now, maybe eight. Yeah. Yeah. But um, so what you said that you were ahead more in other subjects than mm-hmm. other ones. What what were those subjects that you were ahead in? Well, at my old school, we didn't really have advanced courses, but like it was kind of just more advanced than the other students there. I mean, it's Cumbie, so like you know how it is. Yeah. And so when I moved here, I took algebra one in eighth grade. And that's opposed. not common, isn't it? I mean, it's pretty common in bigger schools, but like, I mean, it was never been done here. But me and another student actually did that. So, yeah. Okay. Well, did you feel like, did Deanna, she struggled. So, uh, do you think you, you didn't struggle at all? You were actually a little bit easier for you? Well, yeah. I mean, I think one thing that me and her also had in common was that she didn't really have trouble making friends. Mm-hmm. Whenever I moved to balls, I mean, yeah. I made some friends. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> you well, know how it is. That's pretty pretty tough tensions that I can tell from. And, uh, yeah, yeah. You know how it is. Yeah. I'm sure it's kind of hard being labeled as an idiot when you're not. Yeah. Well, it's good that we got to talk about this. Uh, we'll catch you on the next one. Yeah, we'll just move on. Yeah. yeah. Well, that must be all the time we have for today. Um, well, uh, I hope you guys learned a little something about tensions and literacy and how and what they do in our lives and how they affect us. So um, That's right. So, I mean, I guess we'll see you next time on the uh, Santi and Cohen podcast show. Yep. See you on we'll the flip side. We'll be here every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. Next, we will be talking about um, something about literacy. We'll That's just right. have to find out later. We'll just wait and see what Miss Dale says. All right. Yeah. We'll catch you on the next one. Yeah. yeah. See ya. See ya. See ya.